Welcome to Creative Place, the podcast for creative placemakers. I'm your host, Andrea Orlando. In this episode, I chat with Cornell Carelock, founder of True Heart Academy in Westchester, New York. He's a hip-hop teaching artist who has developed workshops that integrate arts modalities into mindfulness practice. We met up with him in August of 2019 at a library in Westchester. So if it sounds like we're whispering, it's because we're trying not to disturb the other patrons. He was a certificate in creative placemaking student in the class of 2019 and was preparing to teach one of his workshops at the 2019 Midwest Creative Placemaking Leadership Summit in Cincinnati in October. The occasion for our meeting in Westchester was a mini reunion with a few other Hudson Valley-based classmates. Carelock led us all through a mini version of one of his workshops and introduced us to the concept of heartfulness. So everybody knows or has an idea of what mindfulness is, but what is heartfulness? Heartfulness is our connection to our emotions and bringing more attention to our emotions and noticing what we are experiencing and at the same time uh, being able to process that with the intention of uh, learning how to yield and then wield that at our discretion. So, for example, if I'm able to tune into and I know how I can, how I respond to a experience, if I, over the course of uh, practice, can bring myself to understand how I respond to certain specific experiences, what I can do is with my mindfulness bring attention to that and it'll allow me to have a deeper inventory on my own emotions. So what ideally heartfulness is, is your ability to have more of an inventory on your emotions so that you can better uh, learn how to respond in situations and in communication with others ahead of time, sort of like being preemptive. So it's the practice of just learning how you experience your emotions. And what happens in your body, what happens in your uh, mind, and in your feelings. Earlier today, you led me and a few of our classmates from the certificate program through an exercise that I thought was so beautiful in which you asked us to call to mind a person who we are with every single day, who we'd like to wish good things for, I guess, although you could probably explain that a lot better than I am. (laughs) Yeah, so So. what, how we can utilize the power of the heart, uh, right? Everyone knows the experience of falling in love or having a loved one. And just by me mentioning that, you can all do your own inventory on how you feel when you think of a loved one. What changes happen physiologically within you, noticeably in your heart, first uh, that you experience that you can notice a change in yourself when you think of a loved one so having heartfulness is having the ability to utilize that and expand on that feeling and kind of like encapsulate it and yield it in your favor so using mindfulness 
with heartfulness will allow you to notice when you're experiencing that feeling and it'll give you a kind of like a, a radar of what to expect um, and then from there you can figure out how to expand on the feeling by um, either adding more intense feelings to it or intense thoughts to it or lessening it by um, you know lessening the intensity but the idea is that we can get excited and, and full of love and just experience that but knowing exactly what is happening within you through practice by having and sitting with your emotions on a regular basis allows you to have more of a, a yielding power a wielding power you know to manage your own capacities and you advocate for people making this a practice that they do every every day right it is a practice so the idea is that practice does make perfect and the idea is that you can build your muscles and you can also build your emotional muscles and you can also build uh, the different parts of your brain that are connected to your emotional responses our hearts are used are our first organ that develops when we are uh, just growing in the womb and the heart is connected to something a lot of times greater than we know and it feeds it gives us feedback on a daily basis it beats on its own it does its own service to us as, as human beings and for us to be able to tap into the power of the heart will take us to different heights you know but it's through practice that we can understand that power because it's working for us each and every day second each and every second you know, and just imagine that we don't bring enough notice to that aspect of our existence that works for us whether we want to get up or not, you know. Um, so it's, it's, it's just a, a, a kind of like a, a reach back to us understanding ourselves. You know, we still are understanding and learning about how to experience the world as human beings and that's a good question. Have we done enough delving into what it is that we are? You know, so the practice that I always encourage is for us to have a component of our day where we dedicate it to deep breathing. So that way we can have more access to our decision making, which would be our prefrontal cortex. And we can also have more access to our, our feelings and our intentions as we sit quietly and are able to more process cohesively, you know, what's more coherent, what we want to do in life and what we want to do just for the day in general. So that's why I encourage practice because it, over time, helps build our emotional muscle. Tell me about the True Heart Academy. When did you start that? So I started the True Heart Academy around, I would say, 2016. Um, it came about as a first as a music music project that I did utilizing hip-hop and healing tones so what I wanted to do was I set out to create a music project that would incorporate healing tones into the actual music and in that experience I learned about the power of music the power of tone the power of sound and it brought me a little closer to just my process and learning about what it is that I'm here to contribute. As a, as a young artist, I was always like a spiritually and um, socially conscious artist. And that's what always informed my work. So I was always an explorer uh, of the deeper meanings of life, right? So my artistry kind of 
led me to that place of what what is existence? What is my purpose in existence? And so this project, which I entitled True Heart, that's the name of the album, it turned into True Heart Academy. Uh, I'm a, also a teaching artist of over 15 years, and I do a lot of arts integration. So my path of learning about mindfulness and learning about heart-based meditation and, and some different other healing modalities caused me to figure out how can I first utilize these things for myself so that I can be more efficient of a server to you know those who I, I work for and assist. And then the arts integrationist in me just uh, tried to figure out, okay, now how can I weave this into my lessons, into my plans, into my workshops? And Drew Art Academy came about that way. Uh, it was some tough experiences that I that I had, uh, mainly in, in prisons, where I where I decided, okay, let me try to see how mindfulness workshop may work or mindfulness presentation may work and me learning from those experiences that for me you know it, it was uh it was easier for me to internalize the messages in mindfulness and and the, and the uh, ideas and strategies because of my my path because of my you know my beginnings but for others it was somewhat off-putting to get it straight up and down. So the arts integrationist in me decided, okay, let me, how can I weave some different artistic approaches into this work to help uh, deliver some of the uh, powerful tools and strategies and, and healing modalities that I am getting. Um, so that was one of the main influences for True Art Academy, uh, to really figure out how to deliver healing strategies through, through art workshops. And the art modality is music? Uh, mainly music, creative writing, and art as well, visual as well, and movement as well. So I, I invite all different practitioners of whatever your whatever your mode of expression is. I invite you to just do your do your thing in response to my prompts. So my downloadable courses have prompts in the beginning that folks can uh, respond to in whatever mode that they decide that they want to express themselves and usually my workshops are designed with prompts in the beginning and you know so I offer that kind of expression to anyone so if you dance you can dance if you even are in the theater theater you can do something expressive in that way you know um, but my prompts are usually the, the basis of the experience can you give me an example of a prompt? Uh, a prompt, one prompt for the first workshop that I offer is called Superhero Songwriters. So the initial prompt is for you to imagine yourself as a superhero, to imagine yourself as a being that has more has more exposure to resources, powerful resources, and how can you wield them, how will you utilize them. And then the prompts are you tuning your voice. The prompts are of you writing down some of the things that you would accomplish if you were a superhero. And then the final prompt usually in that workshop is for you to, as a collective or as an individual, create a choral piece that will kind of be your theme song. So in a group setting, it works pretty fun because you have people that are singing together, working together with a common cause. As an individual, a uh, person may decide that, you know, they want to create a song from it. I've had students create their own songs just based off that just initial prompt. 
So that's the first one is, is uh, superhero songwriters. Well, we're super lucky that you're going to be teaching a workshop at the Twix Summit in Cincinnati. And I wonder what message you're hoping to deliver or what value you're hoping to impart to creative placemakers who are, for the most part, social practice artists, community activists, and people from other backgrounds who are trying to improve their communities through arts and culture and in sometimes difficult circumstances. So uh, the, the underlying intention of True Art Academy is to build resilience in people. So utilizing our natural gifts, which is our, our ability to tune into our breathing, which is a, a gift that we're given every day that a lot, a lot of times we take for granted, that can be used to improve our decision-making skills, uh, the, the ability for us to tune into our hearts, which is another gift that we a lot of times take for granted, but it is our ability to tune into our emotions. So that combination of finer and more uh, cohesive and coherent decision-making combined with our emotional intentions and really fine-tuning and, and, and delving deeper into those mixed in with what is what are the things that we want to accomplish in the world and what kind of reinforcement and, and assistance can we give to ourselves first and then give to each other just based off of these natural gifts that we have. That's the, the goal of True Art Academy is to just utilize those natural gifts to build resilience. You can, like we mentioned earlier in the interview, uh, talking about how to bring about an image of a person that you love, right? And what that does to us internally, how that charts, uh, charges us up, right? And how do we sustain that? And how can we make art that when we look at it or when we hear it gives us that feeling of love of joy you know so it's just a deeper observation into that attention to detail that the artist already does that i just want to create a space for us to look a little deeper into it and pull out of it a little bit of strategies of how we can just on a daily basis uh, build resilience you know self positive self-talk everyone all knows about it but how many people practice positive self-talk on a daily basis and all these people in those positions that you just mentioned how many of us practice positive self-talk on a daily basis you know the simple things that we overlook that are, are very crucial in our resilience um, because we're all going to be faced with difficulties and, and obstacles um, but how can we utilize some of our natural gifts you know to increase our emotional baseline so that way we can accomplish things, you know, faster, more efficiently, and in, in a more coherent way. It sounds to me like a really important addition to what we offer at the summits. To me, it sounds like a form of self-care for people who care so much for their communities. Self-care practice, you know, that's the, 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 the key, is that you can get great at this practice. You can get great at, uh, you know, just being in tune with your emotions, you know. You can get great at wielding 
you know, the power of your emotions, the power of your heart, you know, and, and wield it for positive, wield it into your art, wield it into your projects, wield it into your uh, relationships, you know, so it's really just attention to detail, and the detail is our humanity, you know, the detail is the gifts that we have, you know, that we, we take for granted, that run on autopilot every day, breathing, our heartbeat, you know, um, so, you know, through science and, and, and research, I've learned about the importance of, you know, those, those tools, our breathing in our, in our heart, in our emotions. Yeah, I just, I just hope to keep inspiring others to even delve, delve deeper and, and, and learn more about, you know, how we can uh, integrate these, these, these tools that we have. Art, what art has done for humanity, you know, has left a lot of traces of civilizations and, and inspired. And, you know, that's the role of artists, to inspire. Another way to describe inspire is it's like inspi- inspire. So it's, it's breathing, it's taking a breath. So you know, when you see art, the idea is that, yeah, it should take your breath away, right? You know, it may not be a one-shot magic bullet, but uh, it's, a, it's a seed that I'm very happy in planting. Mm-hmm. I feel real connected to. After doing enough self-inventory myself, know that this is the direction that I'm, I should be going in. And I've received enough signs to let me know that this is what it is that you're, you know, here to contribute. So that's, that's a mission that I'm happy to embark on and serve. Yeah, well, I predict that it's gonna it's gonna be very well received, and I look forward to seeing you in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah it's just. No, a- I look forward to being there, and you know, I, I I can also attribute you know a lot of what I learned through the creative placemaking courses uh, have informed. They've all informed my work. So, my work, my job is to put myself in places and spaces where. I, my work will be informed in the best way, and I'm glad that I took this journey uh, in creative placemaking because it has helped to continue to inspire and inform my work, you know, so that I can be of best service to those that I'm responsible for serving and yeah, making a better place for us. So. Should we end by taking a deep breath? Yes. What I can do is uh, invite everyone to close their eyes and we'll take a collective breath on the count of four. And it'll be in through our noses and out through our mouths like we're breathing out of a straw. And just imagine for a second us all taking this breath together. And you can even, for yourself, uh, envision the best world for yourself and for others while we do this. So I'll count to four. One, two, three, four. Inhale into our noses. And exhaling. One more time. And exhaling. And now if you can just draw an image of someone you love, or a thing that you love, a pet, 
and just imagining imagining it or them experiencing joy whatever it is that makes them happy and as you do that just notice how you notice a shift in your heart if you don't notice a shift in your heart just now imagine you telling them I wish you to be happy I wish you to have joy in your life and if you still don't feel a shift in your heart imagine yourself continuing to tell them that and their smile getting brighter and brighter turning into laughter and now see if you notice a shift in your heart now you can take another deep breath and you can slowly open your eyes and come back into the space and just know that intention setting is really key to making the world a better place Creative Place produced by the National Consortium for Creative Placemaking. We hope that you'll suggest our next topic. So visit us on social media where our handle is CP Communities or check out our website cpcommunities.org. Bye for now. (laughs) 